The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, Jay Banwell is here from Royal 62 Records. How are you doing today? Good. Yeah, I've just noticed, I think we've got the same headphones, by the way, which is really cool. That is, with good taste. Yeah. So, as a record company, what kind of genres and things do Royal 62 Records like to focus on? Uh, there's two uh, genres, really, because of the groups that are under the umbrella, Royal 62 Records. And so, one of those genres would be, you know, you could say pop, uh, rock and roll music. That would be more the area of Purple Lip Play. And then as far as Bandwell goes, that is more oriented towards uh, the influences of the blues and, and country. Mm. And there, there are some rock elements in Bandwell, but it's more organic and a bit more bluesy and countryish. Yeah. And are these bands that you're in, because you're in Purple Lake Play, aren't you? Are you in Bandwell as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, I participate in both. Yeah. So it's quite good to have your own record company, I take it. Yes, that is good. Yeah. Have some control. Yeah. And what is the main benefit of that? then well uh i think it was prince that at one time um talked about being able to have artistic control and um if you own your own record company you have that ability Mm. if you work for a record company you usually do not you're going to be under the reins of a producer or the record company itself and a lot of times put into a box are there limitations though in terms of exposure perhaps yeah i mean there's challenges i mean let's not kid ourselves you know big record companies have a lot of a lot of resources so they can pay thousands of dollars for videos marketing and other things i don't have that advantage but i still have ways i can i can do things to to compete and would your record company consider taking on other bands that you're not in yourself well i would put it more like i i try to worry about what i can control and let the rest of it take care of itself um i look at other bands other bands are obviously competition but other bands also help influence me and other bands have their business to do just like uh you know i do so i just try to make my mark and however much of a mark that is you know i I, i'm good with it i think that's about about all you can do if i'm worried about competing with another band then i think that's going to lean a tendency towards trying to sound like another band and that's the last thing i want to do yeah and i suppose when you're running a record company there's a bit of a businessy side is that yeah 
kind of downside because maybe you'd want to focus more on the music side or do you not really mind it? Uh, you know, I don't mind it, but you've hit on a real good point. Um, I'm able to manage the accounting side of it in the taxes and things like that, uh, keep the company out of legal trouble. Um, it's been trademarked and all those good things. I'm not a lawyer, but at least I've been able to answer their questions when they've come to me. Yeah. But when it gets busier, that does get more complicated when you get more inquiries and things that come in your way. I'll have to worry about balancing that ball better when I get there. Mm. Luckily, I'm able to handle it so far. Yeah. And are there other people involved in the record company or is it just you just now? I would say overall, it's it's mainly me. Um, I mean, the contributions that come into the record company are from the musicians and I pay a number of uh, independent musicians and I have a gentleman that mixes for me by the name of Tim Keckley. So I really consider them a part of the company. The company does pay them. Uh, that's easy for me to do. That doesn't take much time. Uh, so I would say they're the largest contributors and, and that's the way it's intended to be. Yeah. And of the two bands that you're in, Purplic Play and Band wall is there one that you prefer no uh, i i i wear both those stripes pretty much even keel i'm close to being done with a bandwell project right now and you know i'm looking forward to i switch them off each project and i'm looking forward to getting back into purple at play and getting on the rocky side again but just like the typical cycle i've gone through about the time that project concludes i'll be wanting to go back to probably more acoustic guitars and things and getting back into bandwell again for its next project yeah and is there any genre perhaps that you don't do in those bands that you would like to do i don't know if i'd point to a particular genre um i uh i look at each project as some challenges and something that i want to do and i think the best way to make your your have your cornerstone marked in music uh, is the lyrics you do. Mm. Uh, the music provides melodies and really helps carry everything, but your lyrics are what I think have most of the meaning. And um, so being able to write songs about subjects and things, areas that I want to cover, um, there's always a new challenge. There are so many things to write about. Yeah. And of course, Purple Look Play and Badwall are different in terms of genre. Aren't they different in right. terms of the lyrics as well? A little bit. Um, you know, Bandwell is going to lean more on the personal side of things, uh, people. Yeah. Um, in the Bill Saloon project that I did, it was really about relationships and the challenges that people have, the challenges with drinking, mm. um, the fun side of things also, and stuff like that, that you would picture a lot of country bands uh, doing, you know, dancing activities, barroom activities, but then the downside also of not being careful and drinking too much, um, relationships. Um, there was one song on Bill Saloon about child abuse. Mm. That's a serious subject. Um, another one about a lady that had struggles, a single mom. So I really try to hit um, in those in those areas. Uh, the current project I'm doing right now for Bandwell uh, War Stories is really different journals about um, uh, different events in war over time, going way back to the American Revolutionary War, almost up to present day. And I cover different topics that 
soldiers have struggled with in war. Yeah, and for those songs, how is it done? You know, there's a lot of songs, I suppose, where you're listening to it, and if you're not paying attention to the lyrics, you don't actually realise the song is about war. It's right. obvious from the genre and style that it's a negative song in a way, or could you be able to tell that it's about a bad thing? I think I think when you hear the songs uh, out of the uh, war stories, you're going to be able to tell that a lot of it, unfortunately, hits on a on a harsh, very tough topic, and that's war and combat and death and those things. Not to say that there's good news stories. There's heroism. Uh, one of the songs is about an English officer, Major Digby, uh, from World War II. A true story. And these are all true stories. Mm. Um, and he had a comical side to him. He had a great sense of humor. And that's what I think gave his men courage in battle at the Battle of Arnhem, et cetera. So there's the positive side to it. He also lost men. Mm. Uh, but, um, you know, leadership, you have to be a person. You have to be you have to be real. You can't be a robot yeah. or your men are not going to follow you. I've uh, been a military leader. Mm. So you, you have to uh, you have to have that side. Yeah. And being a military leader, has that inspired? a lot of the content in this project. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I had soldiers that... Uh... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know, I had one that committed suicide. Um, I've uh, 
had soldiers have other issues and challenges in front of them, relationship issues. And I've seen soldiers lost in uh, some of the units I've been affiliated with in areas like Afghanistan. I deployed to Kosovo, stuff like that. So it's very much, yeah, it's very much been an influence on what I've done there. What was your early life like in music? Were you surrounded by it a lot? Yeah, I, uh, my dad, I'd have to say, I give him the most credit for starting me in music. He was a trumpet player, Mm. very good trumpet player. And at first when he was going to college, that's what he was going to major in. ended up he went into economics in the long run but mom and dad both played instruments and so in grade school dad really pushed me along to get started in trumpet and then that led to other things in junior high and high school other instruments i took on with the guitars and keyboards and such Mm -hmm. and i suppose there's a difference between picking up a guitar and playing it and then actually recording a song and getting into music properly so what made you want to actually write and produce music the desire to have your own animal you know to own something and to make more of a of a contribution uh early on in my uh musical career especially in high school and first part of college i played in bands that mainly did cover songs and look i love the beatles i love the who love elvis presley Jimi hendrix on on but eventually you got to uh write and and record your own music Mm. and and have control over what goes on and it's more enjoyable it's something that you do and and it means a lot more than playing someone else's song yeah to me and can cover songs still be a good thing sometimes though maybe if you're doing a gig where maybe some people haven't heard of you them hearing a familiar song might be a good way for them to enjoy it yeah and look you know i'm not gonna lie to you you know i uh i even get excited seeing live concerts seeing musicians uh pick up a cover song and do their versions of it now sometimes in honesty i can't stand their versions that they do of a cover but i've seen musicians take a song that wasn't very well known from a well-known artist and help give it extra life and another um uh flavor and it takes that song up a number of uh, uh notches so you know, I, I I like to see that. Um, and uh, I have done a little bit of that myself. I have yet to record a cover song, but I have a gut feeling uh, that I will do that one of these days. I just haven't made a decision yet as to what cover song uh, that will be. But I, I see that happening. Yeah. And I suppose you've got to do a good version, haven't you? You don't want to just do a cover song because you feel like you have to. Because as you mentioned, right. some of the ones aren't very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, there's there's got to be a good reason and you've got to be into it heart and soul. It shouldn't be something that you're being pushed into doing or anything like that. It's It should be like, hey, I've got a good reason to, you know, do this song. Like maybe there's a song that that should have been more popular than it was. And it's like, by God, I'm going to do this tune, you know, to help it. Or there could be a real popular song. And it's like, look, I think people want to hear this again. It's not been on the airwaves lately. Mm. Let's give it a run, you know. So whatever those motivations might be. Yeah. And do you remember what the first song you ever wrote was? Yes, uh, I I do. Uh, It was about 
my music instructor in junior high, and I think the name of the song was uh, The Ballad of Matt Botsker. Oh. And uh, the song was was honestly pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, but it was at least on a positive side because I played it in front of him, and he got a laugh out of it because he saw right in front of him the sheet music and what the name was. And yeah. But he... He was very positive about it. Um, he um, so it helped give me inspiration to go on and keep uh, trying it. Um, there was also a song early on I wrote called Bigfoot that was not great, but it was an attempt to do something, and it was a just a rock rockabilly style song. And again, it was something to try. And uh, and those were my first two that I remember. Yeah. And I was about 14, 13 or 14 years old. And have you got better at writing as you've gotten older? Oh, yes. Yeah. You, uh, you know, you refine your skills. Uh, I think probably the most influential writer that's influenced me the most and has helped given me structure to work within is a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Webb. Mm. Uh, he wrote hits like uh, MacArthur Park, yeah. Wichita Lineman. He did a lot of work with Glenn Campbell. Uh, back years ago and he's written songs that other uh, artists have done um, and uh, he really takes the scientific approach in songwriting he covers the whole gamut you know the chord structure the definitions of you know builds bridges verses etc all the tools you can use he's really the guy um, that I look after yeah he's one of the most prolific writers isn't he Wichita Lyman I think is one of the greatest songs ever written and there's an interesting story yeah there because it was actually unfinished wasn't it i think so yeah and uh he uh you know another great song uh he uh wrote uh was the one about the the vietnam war um and and shame on me uh oh pardon me now i've got it uh galveston yeah um you know that was a big hit and uh and it really it 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 gives you goosebumps i mean it was uh just so well done um so and he's still with us so uh i just have a lot of respect for him so yeah he's the guy i think yeah absolutely well have you got any other projects coming up after this war stories album anything i do uh the next project for purple look play um is going to be called the purple album Mm -hmm. uh, which makes sense and uh i have probably 70 percent of the bones of the songs ready uh for that project i always add in a few songs late it's just the way i do things and uh i've got two or three songs that i'm uh in the midst of completing for war stories there's some mix downs to do and then uh and then i'll be ready to move on to the purple album well where can we find all your music then and keep up to date with the record company well i uh both bands are on spotify i know that the most common way uh people get songs right now is streaming so it's band will and and purple at play can be found via search on spotify and then both bands also have websites also uh there's purplelookplay.rocks and then bandwell.net so both those websites are ways to uh get a look at the bands and purchase digital music as well. And I'm on Amazon and iTunes. It's on there too. Great. So. Well, thanks for coming on today. It's been great to talk to you. Likewise. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.